Hey guys, it's Selena from Shiitake with Selena. Get ready for another season of Shiitake with Selena, where I talk shit about just how stupid everyone can be, including myself. Join me as I talk shit about everyone and everything in a kind of funny, kind of smart way. Did I mention that I'm kind of pretty? Some people would say that I'm just a negative Nancy, and I just say, my name's not Nancy. Welcome back, everyone, to season two of Shiitake with Selena. Today, August 18th, is not only my season two premiere, but it's also my one-year wedding anniversary. And I know it's only one year. It's not like it's 50 years. So it's not anything to really brag about. But if you're listening to my podcast, my season two premiere right now, I'm speaking to you from the past. While you're listening to this, I'm actually on vacation with my husband in Las Vegas for our anniversary. And that's how you time travel. I was really excited for my anniversary this year. I was excited for a few reasons. I was excited to be on vacation without the kids. I think this may be our first real vacation without children. I was excited to take time off of work, and I was excited to spend some time with my husband. But I think what I was most excited for was that anniversary cake. I've been thinking about that cake since the day we froze it. It was so good that at one point I was even considering having the lady who made the cake make us a cake every year for our anniversary. So I was happy to finally be able to thaw the cake out. And it's actually quite a process to thaw a wedding cake. You have to put it in the fridge for two hours and then you remove a layer of foil. And then you put it in the fridge for another two hours and you remove a layer of saran wrap. Then you put it back in the fridge and you do this a couple times until all of the foil and the saran wrap are gone. And then you rewrap the cake with wax paper and new saran wrap and you leave the cake in the fridge overnight and the next day it's ready. But it was worth it. The cake was just as good as it was on our wedding day. And yes, we ate it before our actual anniversary, but we had to because we were going to be traveling on our actual anniversary date. So we ate, the, we ate it the day before we left for vacation. And I don't know if that's bad luck, but fuck it, Essa. The world's bad luck. And I'm sure most of you who are listening are divorced anyway. And you probably ate the cake right away. Um, During my podcast break, I didn't do a whole lot. I mostly just worked and I spent extra time with my family. But I was listening to some old episodes from season one and... I was just laughing at a lot of things I said, and I was thinking to myself, I'm really funny. But I also listened to a couple real comedians' podcasts, and I was like dying laughing. And that's when I realized I'm actually only kind of funny. 
And that's the thing, in this world full of so many people, no matter how good you are at something, you're really only kind of good because there will always be somebody that's better than you. But if you're able to realize this, then at least you'll be one of the better people. So I came to terms with only being kind of funny and I think I'm okay with it. In fact, I think that I'd rather just be kind of funny because being really funny or the funniest person in the world, that's a huge responsibility. People are gonna expect so much more from you. And that goes for anything. If you're the best at anything, people are gonna hold you to such a high standard. I think the three most common qualities I've heard people wish for is that they wanna be funny, they wanna be smart, and they wanna be pretty or good looking. Either one of the three or a combination of the three. And luckily, I'm all three, but only kind of. Can you imagine being the smartest person in the world? You could never be wrong. Everyone would have so much trust in you and they believe everything you said. And then you'd always have that one kind of smart person that's always trying to prove you wrong just to be a dick. And what if you doubt yourself or you have a question? Who would you go to for help? You'd have no other references. You'd be the one making the references for people. I'd probably just start making up fake information just to fuck with people. I would never share my real knowledge. I'd make books full of lies just to throw everyone off after I died. And I'd be laughing from the grave. Silly mortals, you will never have the secrets to life. And that's why I'm not the smartest person in the world. It's too much power to give one person. As for the prettiest, I think it's every little girl's dream to be the prettiest girl in the world. It's just in our nature ever since we were old enough to play with Barbies. And I'm not sure if we have a prettiest girl in the world because everyone has their own idea of pretty. But let's just say that there was a prettiest girl in the world. If she were to get a pimple outbreak or eat anything fun like a cheeseburger or a pizza, she's done. That would be a pretty boring life to live. And you'd have no friends. Everyone would be either jealous or intimidated by you. And your only soulmate would have to be the best looking guy in the world. That's the only person you'd have anything in common with. That would be one egotistical, high maintenance relationship. I wonder which one would age and get ugly first. But if you're the best at anything, you're never allowed to have a lazy day. You're not allowed to mess up or disappoint people, even though the rest of the world is disappointing as fuck. And being the best, it's always a temporary thing because there's always someone working hard to be better than you. And since people, unfortunately, continue to reproduce so rapidly, at some point, someone will be better than you. So I'd actually rather just be kind of. In fact, I would like if everyone starts, just as a warning, describing me this way. Like, hey, you know that girl, Selena? She has her own podcast. You should check it out. She's kind of funny. 
And she's kind of smart and she's kind of pretty too. During my break, I also realized how much I still hate people. And I think from not making as many podcasts and being able to vent, the anger was just building up inside of me and people seemed to be extra annoying. I went to this public event. I know, I went out in public. But I did it for my son. They had this reptile event at the library and my son, he's really into that kind of stuff right now. And I didn't really think that too many people would show up, but there was actually a really large turnout. I saw a bunch of people I knew and I pretended not to know them. And anytime I'm in public, there's gotta be at least one group of people that just annoys the shit out of me. And there was. And I do this thing where I have like this staring problem and even while I'm doing it, I know I'm doing it, but I can't stop. It's like I just stare at them just to see how stupid this can actually get. This family sat in front of me, and I had my eye on them since the parking lot. They were the kind of family that talks super loud, like they don't care that everyone knows their business, and they have to make it known that they've arrived. Their kids are running around the parking lot uncontrollably. So of course they sat in front of me and I happened to hear one of their conversations because I was trying to. The wife turns to the husband and they were talking about some event that they were going to for their son's high school. And the wife says, it's $10 to get into the event. And the husband turns to her and says, that's bullshit, bullshit. Bullshit. He said it three times, each one even more dramatic than the one before. But why? Why is it bullshit? Just because you feel like it is? Because somewhere in your head, you feel that you are so special that your admission should be free for this event for no reason at all. And it's not like you earned it. And why wouldn't you help raise money for your child's school? It's a public school, so it's free to attend, and they keep your kid out of your hair all day, so just help them out once in a while. And the older child, he understood this thing more than the parents did, and so he says to the dad, Dad, it's, it's to raise money for our school. It's like a charity event. But the parents didn't even hear him and the wife points to the younger daughter and says, well, she's free because she's under five, but everyone else is $10. And the husband says, well, she better be free. Again, why? If she wasn't free, there's nothing you can do about it other than not go. And if it's that big of a deal to you and you truly believe that you should be free to attend, then don't go. No one's gonna miss you, I promise. I just don't understand people anymore, why people feel so entitled, and why there's, no one has any sense of awareness that anyone else exists other than themselves. It's like they're on a show and I just can't stop watching them. I just have to see how grudgy it turns out. And maybe it's me, maybe I'm the weird one 
for getting so annoyed with people. I thought that as I got older and matured more, I would get less annoyed with people, but it kind of seems to be the opposite. Don't worry, this whole episode isn't targeted on just this one family. I have negative things to say about almost everyone. But we're going to take a quick break right now, and when we come back, I will continue to tell you about how much I hate people. Hey guys, it's Selena from Shiitake with Selena. Do you enjoy working out or wearing comfortable clothes that still look good? You should check out Just Strong, where you'll find a variety of affordable, stylish activewear for women. You can use my coupon code SELLOP10, that's S-E-L-L-O-P-1-0, for a special discount. Whether you enjoy working out or just looking like you do, I'm sure you'll find something you'll love at JustStrong.com. So the reptile event starts and this lady walks in and she has these lizards all over her chest. And each lizard has like this little lizard collar and the collars around its neck connected to a leash and then the end of the leash is connected to a collar that's around her neck. But I was kind of worried like if a lizard falls off, are they going to hang themselves? I don't know if lizards can hang themselves, but I would think that it would be safer to have like a lizard harness instead of a lizard collar. Anyway, she walks in and these children, they just swarm up to her because each child wants to be the first to touch the lizard. And no one has any care or respect for anyone else around them or the lizards. And so I chose to stay right where I was and just observe these creatures' behavior. The children, not the lizards. The lizards were pretty well behaved. But I'm not going to get up with my son, who's three, by the way, and try to tackle through people and risk other people touching me or breathing on me or having my child get pushed by another kid. Because I'll push a kid. I don't care. So I waited for everyone to calm the fuck down and take their seats. And then my son and I went up to see the lizards once the crowd was gone. And we got a lot more time with the lizards because we were the only ones there. This guy comes in next and he starts getting these snakes out. And there were three little ones that were going around the room. These ladies, they were bringing them around the room to everyone. And he starts trying to tell us about all these little snakes, like educate us on the different types of snakes. And I actually really wanted to hear what he had to say, but everyone in there is just going crazy. And this guy, he had a microphone, but everyone is so loud and rude, and they're not even letting this guy talk. They're just shouting over each other because all they care about is holding the snake. Now the snake guy, He specifically told everyone to stay in their seats, that everyone will get a turn because they're going to walk around the room with the snakes so that everyone can touch them. And the snake guy said that he had two rules. Don't hurt the snakes because they're living creatures. And if you don't want to hold them, don't hold them because you might freak out and drop it. And of course, these little ungracious children 
didn't listen to a damn word, the snake guy said. And they start rushing up to the snakes again because they want to be first to touch the snake. And they're all trampling over each other. And when they finally get to the snake, they aren't gentle at all because all they care about is beating the other kids to the snakes. And these are the kind of people who ruin everything for the rest of us. Now this is a free event. This guy took time out of his day and came to the public library to teach us about his reptiles and let us hold them for free. And the snake guy, he's not gonna wanna come back if no one's listening to him and people are just being disrespectful and abusing his snakes. The last snake that he took out, it was this huge snake and he took it out of a bucket and the snake guy told everyone, form a single file line if you want to hold the big snake. And instead, the kids, they start rushing to the snake with their arms out and sad looks on their face. And they're all surrounding the guy saying, me, me, me. I bet every time this poor snake gets put into this bucket, he's like, fuck. I know what this bucket means. It's going to be one of those days again. All these little aggressive kids are going to be messing with me all day long. The snake knows exactly what's coming. And this is why animals attack. So this lady, this other lady who works there, she finally grabs the microphone and she starts yelling at the kids. And she tells them to back up and that they need to get in line. So of course the kids scatter and they don't even know how to form a line. So instead they're just in a big clump. And the parents are just on their phones. They're not caring what the kids are doing. And I know what some of you are thinking. I know some of you are thinking that I'm mean. Or you're just saying, they're just kids. Just let kids be kids. But by saying that, what you really mean is that you're too lazy to parent. And you're saying, let kids be kids as a way to make yourself feel better for your lack of parenting. I decided to teach my son a lesson in patience that day. We stayed seated in our original seats while everyone formed their clumpy line to touch the snake. And of course he wanted to touch the snake too, but I told him that we had to wait our turn and someone came around with books about snakes and we probably read all of them while we were waiting, but um, we sat there reading the books together and when the line died down, we went to the snake and my son got to hold the snake. But in the meantime, he was perfectly fine waiting his turn. And I think that he may have actually had more fun sitting there reading the books with me and learning about the snakes than he did actually holding the snake. Now, I'm not saying that I'm the best parent out there and that everyone should do what I do. But at the same time, I am saying that. But only kind of. I'm not a parenting expert, and I don't want to be held responsible for giving bad advice. But everyone should definitely kind of do what I do. I had a couple questions come up that I thought I would address during my premiere. I have used the word grudgy a few times in my podcasts, and I've been using that word since eighth grade. It comes from the Greek origin grudgeo, not really. 
Um, no, my friend made it up in middle school, and it started out as Grudjo, and she would call people Grudjo, you know, just because kids are dumb. And over time, we evolved it into Grudgy. And now there's a bunch of other kids who went to the same school, and well, they're adults now, but they all say that word Grudgy. And grudgy is kind of a grudgy word when you first hear it, but it's one of those that just kind of sticks with you. Grudgy kind of means annoying, um, but it's a little more than annoying. It's like an extended annoying. And you just use it when there's no other word to use. And when you do need to use it, you'll just know. You'll know how to fit in the word grudgy. If you ask my friend's little sister, though, she will say that she um, had a lot to do with inventing the word. So there's a little argument over who actually invented the word. But my friend's little sister does have a very good way to explain the actual meaning of grudgy. And she posted it on Urban Dictionary. So if you're still not fully understanding the meaning, you can Urban Dictionary it. And it's spelled G-R-U-D-G-Y, grudgy. People have also told me that I talk about as much shit as the Real Housewives do on reality TV. And so the other question I had was, if I were a Real Housewife of Sierra Vista, what would my tagline be? And I have two taglines. Um, the first one, this is what it would be. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I'm rich. And in this fantasy, I would be rich, so I could say that. Um, my other tagline, it would be, People say I think I know everything, and I do. So, season two, Shiitake with Selena. Obviously, I'm still talking shit. And I have a whole lot more shit to talk during this season. And this season, I'm not just kind of talking shit, I'm going full force. So if you want to hear all the shit that I have to say, tune into coolfmonline.com Sunday nights at 10 p.m. for brand new episodes, along with my personalized soundtracks. I'm now also available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, CastBox, Google Podcast, PodCoin, Spreaker, and Anchor.